Yo, what up, what up? Thanks for uh, tuning back in with us here at the Way Too Much Podcast with my boy Pink and with JRMC. That's me. Um, Been a couple weeks. uh, I'm trying to get back in here to talk about some important stuff with y'all. Today we're going to talk a little about this most recent Charles Booker um, political ad in his race against Rand Paul, and then we're going to dive, dive into the you know the school shootings uh, that just that just occurred. Was it? How do you say? It? Is, it, is it Uvalde or Uvalde or Uvalde? Uvalde I think. Right, you know, first of all, let's go ahead and preface this and say like that's a terrible that's a terrible situation, and you know you got a whole whole litter of kids. I got a whole litter of kids, probably like ten kids between the two of us. Sure. Never a good situation when any when any kid you know any child loses their life. So sure. anything we're saying, anything either of us saying that we are not uh, diminishing diminishing how uh, terrible it is for you know, the, any of this stuff happen. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, so no no disrespect or anything like that. But I just want to make sure everybody knows that we got kids. We obviously love kids, and so we are not trying to um, talk any bad type of way about any of that stuff. Um, and then on the top of Charles Booker, I'm just interested to see how how you feel about that most that most recent political ad and, and all that good stuff. Um, so yeah, so a lot of stuff's happened since the last time we talked. Um, right. So I guess let's jump right into that thing. So whenever you watch this most recent Charles Booker ad, and for those of y'all that ain't seen it, um, I see my man comes on and and you might be explain it a little better than me, but as far as like for the first visual effect, I mean, he pops up with like a noose around his neck. It's like and halfway through, though. It's about halfway through. It's about halfway it's through. About, it's like all I can see at this point whenever I uh, like, think about it. See, I think I, well, I'll go ahead and jump right into it. Uh, for me, I think that's where he lost some people, not because the point he was making wasn't correct, but because the visual was so strong, that's all people are going to ever okay. remember but is that it was just a black man in a suit in 2021 with a noose around his neck. Instead of getting the message across, you've ingrained an image into people's minds who, if they didn't agree with you or like you before, they definitely don't like you now because they're now going to assume that you think everyone who's white thinks that way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. First off. Second off, a lot of people, I think, are jumping to misjudgment on it because I, I do personally think that there was some artistic expression behind it um, and a point to be made that he's breaking through a wall that hadn't been broken through and the lifting of the noose off of his neck was like a symbolism of rising to a new thing and a new beginning. And I, I, I hope that's what it was. I don't talk to him, obviously. But and I think we need to try to get him on here. I, 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 I agree. And I think I haven't seen anything where he's like had to like defend himself about it or talked about it or anything. But I think if, if it wasn't that, then people should know. But I don't know how it could be anything other than that, um, to be honest. But I would like to hear your thoughts on it. Well, man, for me, it's like my first thought is, like, for Charles. Can he? 
had myself muted. My, my first thought, um, if I'm Charles Booker, I'm thinking like in the state of Kentucky, like you're gonna need a you're gonna need a whole bunch of wild people to vote for you to win, for sure. right? Like, hundred percent. And uh, I think by myself, and I'm like, I, I feel like I am uh, partial to you know, keep my mind open and listen to people's views, whatever. And like the first thing I saw when I saw it was like, dude, talk about some like hyperbole. You know what I mean? It's like going to the next level. Um, to me, it was like trying to it was trying to get a rise out of people, and I feel like it was it was setting a it was setting a bar for like a very unsustainable like this maybe maybe possibility that I could say if I don't win if I don't win this, it's because Kentucky's saying that they they want they want to be hanging black people from the tr- from trees again. You that I mean? part I disagree with. And like so, but. From the people, from like the other white people I've spoken with, like that has been their response as well. Because it was about that, an- it was all it was first and foremost referencing that anti-lynching bill, right? Or whatever, and like how he voted against it. But it was because there was a couple things he wanted changed in it or whatever. And so, but, and once they changed it, he basically he became a he was like a co-sponsor of it. So his name was actually on it whenever they passed it, you know. And like, so I think it sets it sets the tone that like if. If you don't vote for me in this election, that you want to, you know, you want to put black people back in nooses, you know, that that that's, that a vote for Rand Paul is basically that. And yeah, and I think that brings me to my second point is I feel like there probably would have been people he could have ran against, and it would have been maybe effective. But I do think there's times where maybe even good people are running, and they're just like it's it sucks for them because they're just the race or whatever isn't. It just isn't, it wasn't like, it wasn't the right time or whatever. I just feel like Rand Paul's the wrong person to attack on that because Rand Paul's one of the few people that is fighting for individual liberties. And, like, this, I'm talking, I got a couple things I put out here. So, like, for Rand Paul, he was the primary sponsor of the Justice for Breonna Taylor Act. That would have banned no-not warrants nationwide. Primary sponsor. Like, first and foremost, he's been he's been screaming about this stuff for years, wanting to get rid of all, all those things. Um, he, like... Is always like adamantly demanding law enforcement needs to like cease the illegal searches and seizures and wants to end like asset forfeiture practices. That's called like the Fair Act, is what he's put forward. Um, they say that all property owners should be innocent until proven guilty. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You go to these like poor neighborhoods, say the West End of Louisville or say Southeast Kentucky or what, wherever, and like you've got a large percentage of the population that can't even get a, they can't even qualify for a bank account or whatever. So they're having to go get their, their checks cashed at Seven Eleven or whatever. So that right. you get pulled over on Southside Millsboro or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because the tail lights out or something, and you got picked up for marijuana possession three years ago. So now they got to now they have they need to have cause to search you. And they find a six hundred dollar wad of money in your pocket. If they suspect that's from that's from criminal activity, they take they will take that money from you, and you will never get it back. And like, Rand Paul wants to absolutely stop those practices, you know. And like, that's something you know people don't even think about. He also wants to demilitarize police, um, change felony classifications of like most low-level offenses, including misdemeanor, like drug possession and other nonviolent offenses. He wants to eliminate crack cocaine distinction. That is. If that's proven to be extremely racist and targets the African American community specifically, you know, sure. like wants to require all law enforcement to wear body cams, 
and sponsored legislation to have the federal government pay for it 100%. Every cop in America would have a body cam on. Um, sports, he supports, and he, he also co-sponsored a bill with Cory Booker called the Redeem Act that would totally revamp the ex- expungement process for many like low-level violent felonies just to help expedite the process. So like, I feel like he's the wrong dude to be throwing those types of accusations at. Well, I'll, I guess to respond to that, um, I mean, I definitely don't sit here and have nothing, or am I here to defend Charles Booker against Rand Paul? I don't even know who I'm going to vote for. I know I've never voted for Rand Paul, but at the same time, I've only voted in Kentucky state elections once, I think. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but at the same time, I think I think that the first distinction that you made of the ad is where – I think the divide is because what he was saying in the ad to me wasn't that he thinks everybody in Kentucky is racist. He was saying that he's made it to a point because it's time to get rid of any of those people if they're around. And I don't think he was necessarily pointing the finger at any individual Kentuckians. But also, this, the, when you're talking about sentiment and you're talking about like racism and things like that, I think Mike said it one time when we were on here before. Those are the types of things that need to be put up in front of people so that there is no mistaking it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if someone comes out and is against lynching, or, like, they're for lynching, I guess I should say, because saying anti, Mm. you know, just doesn't work for how we're speaking. But, like, that person needs to be fucking washed out, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Immediately. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, So, and as I think I said to you, the the dig at Rand Paul is to me less of a pick at his personal character and just a a routine political attack that they make uh, at each other all the time. The only difference is Charles Booker's the only person he has ever ran against who can who can use the black card. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? No one else could ever do that. So I do think that puts a different element to it, and it also makes it, I sound really laggy. You hear that? Yeah, I hear it, but I, I, messaged, I messaged, what did she say? We sound oh. good on here, so. Um, I just lost my train of thought. It's kind of bothering so you, you said You said Booker was the first one that can, uh, can pull, Oh, yeah, you can pull the race card. But using the race card usually fucking backfires on you. And this is why, because whether people want to admit it or not, there are a lot of people out there who may not be racist, but they're prejudiced or they're not willing to confront racists if they're ever put in front of them. Like say, you're hanging out with your boys and your boy drops a racist joke. Most people aren't going to say anything to him to, to try to to try to rid that, 
You know what I'm saying? Even if they disagree with it, they'll just go along with it because it's their friend or they'll just act like it was just a joke. It doesn't matter. And that's that's not the point. And I think that's one of the points he was trying to make is that if you're against it, you're against it. You don't need to pick and choose and all that. You just say, hey, I think it's fucking wrong to be a racist or wrong to do lynching. You just, just go with that. See, but I, again, I just don't, I don't know how that, I get what you're saying, but I, I don't know how, like his, said his, what he was attacking Rand Paul for, when it came to like not signing the anti-lynching bill, like unfortunately, most legislation isn't cut and dry like that. I agree with so, that. So like, again, like when you dig into what, what he was, why he was against it at the time, it was because it was basically gonna be, one of the issues was, the, they, the way they were def- we talk about definitions all the time the way they were defining like lynching was just going to open it up this crazy basically make the word not even mean nothing you know what I mean and so like he was also saying that, like lynching's also it's already illegal you know and so like Rand Paul isn't someone who just is like going to jump on board with something because it's like symbolic and you know what I mean like he's a very practical legislator um, no, I, I, I get that but I also think there there comes a time and a point where you do things because they're right, not because you want to protect a, some kind of law that you have. But it might like, it may sound it may look right on the surface, but like you also what is what could not be right about someone not being or being lynched against their will. Well, again, what was wrong with that one was that there was more in there than just saying it was, saying lynching was illegal. And that's, that, listen, that his, historically and most recently, that's, what, that's some, of the, some of the biggest arguments I have against our federal government is even stuff they try to claim they're doing good, like to do good, they're adding all kinds of other stuff into this, you know, that's what pork is, that makes it not even about that. Oh, that's, so, that's you know what? Like politics in, in general. Like in Kentucky, in the legislature, things have to be germane. So, like, they have to pertain, they, a law can only pertain to one thing, right? Yeah. Like, in the federal government, they, they'll slap on anti, you know, say this is, this is an anti-lynching bill, but then they'll be, they'll be like, funding legislator pay increases. For sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, no, so I, I understand. There was, a lot, there was a lot of that going on. So, like, he just not, so he just, he just someone who wanted to button down, button down the bill, and then he co-sponsored it. You know what I mean? So, like. No, I, I understand all that. There's always the foolery, and it's the foolery. It ain't the foolery on one side or the other, and it's all of them just trying to get an agenda across. I'm not going to lie. Just take your headphones off. Take the, go ahead and press the mute button. Just take the headphones off. It sounds like I'm talking in a fishbowl. Yeah. but You can still but, hear me, though? Yeah. So the main, th- main thing I'm saying is as far as, like, that one, that one commercial, that one political ad, I mean, if he was try, if he was hoping to, like, get some votes from the other side, he definitely... 
he did zero. He got he did zero of that. I mean, except I was on this side of things thinking like, I'm gonna hear him out. You know what I mean? Like, maybe he's one of these guys that like thinks the way we you know what thinks the way we think is trying to like advance you know advance society and all that. And it, he still may be that, but if if he is that, then what it showed me is that like the democratic national apparatus just got their tentacles into him and like. You really think that? You think you think that because because he wants to make it up front and in everyone's face that racism is not not acceptable that he's just upon a, a, a bandwagon? I just think that that's a point that's already been accepted. I don't. Among, I mean, like, I'm not saying we don't have racism in the state. I'm just saying, like, amongst the vote, amongst voters, like, you know, maybe I'm having a certain, you know, a visceral reaction because maybe I got some guilt that my, like, ancestors, ancestors, ancestors don't slept. But I'll be honest, I don't think they did because we were, like, Cherokee Indians and stuff. So I don't know that we, anybody in my family did. But, like... Let's just say I accept it as a white as a white person. Right. You know what I mean? Maybe I'm having a little bit of a negative, you know, visceral reaction to that. But like let's be let's just be honest about psychology. The minute you make someone feel that way inside, you that lose it. That I agree with. So that's the thing I'm saying. It's like sometimes it ain't about right or wrong or what should be or what shouldn't be, it's about what is. True. And so like I just think that But I also think that you should be made to feel that way. If you if if that's what it takes if that's what it takes to, I hate to even use this term, but further that simple agenda, then it's necessary. I mean, maybe there's racism, maybe there's uh, like racism, like political racism, maybe there are politicians out there that like, that would be an effective message against. I just think, you know, if you did run against Mitch McConnell, I agree with you. I don't think it's work. effective against It may Ray. have been more effective against Mitch McConnell, but, like, I never heard anybody try to, like, because Mitch, I'm saying because Mitch has been in government so long. Right. You know, he's kind of like Joe Biden and Chuck Schumer, and he's been in there right. so long, he was actually in government back when, right. you know, so much stuff was institutionally acceptable. For sure. You know what I mean? Um, it didn't matter if it was legal or illegal. It was acceptable. Yeah. I mean, know? I think Rand Paul's biggest problem is that, for some people on the other side, it's hard for them to disassociate his views from his family and his father. And them, you know what I'm saying? Because people get a lot of them confused. And though similar, his are a little more progressive is the term just because it's not 1965 anymore. You know what I'm saying? And I, I think that's part of the problem as well. I mean, I, I'll be honest. I don't think he's trying. He wants to like disassociate himself with his, with his, with Ron. And I think most people. I mean, that's the, a lot of the problem. Most people on the libertarian side, like Ron's, like their the hero. And I'll be honest. Like I, I don't, I don't necessarily know anything of Ron Paul's that I've ever read or listened to and thought that it was would be would be bad for society. Well, he hundred percent said he wouldn't support civil rights. Well, I think, I think what, what he, he meant was that if we... I mean, we, just because you think what, you, what he meant, what he said was he wouldn't vote for civil rights. All right, we'll, we'll go back and look at the context of that, and we'll talk about on a future one. I know there's nothing about Ron Paul that's saying that he wouldn't support black people having an... I think here's, here's the issue. 
to like someone like Rand Paul and someone like me is like as far as the Constitution and all that. Like what the Civil Rights Act did was basically say you gotta you gotta follow what the Constitution says because black people should have had the Constitution should have been applying to them exactly the way it applied to everybody else. You know what I'm saying? And it, and it wasn't being so like. Well, I think in my mind, what Civil Rights actually did was just reasserted the idea of all men are created equal, and then like we're not living up to these to the concepts we tried to put into practice in 1776 or whatever, and it's time for us to this is our re this is our reaffirmation that we're striving we're striving to do that. You know, I know I know it did a lot of other did other things and attacks and like you know red, you know, uh, red line and all, all all that stuff you know you know fair employment practices that kind of thing but any any type of not supporting that for him would just be in the sense that it it was already it should have already been a thing and so i'll never i'll never argue that the pauls aren't like um but they aren't like uh what's the word here like very by the book you know what i'm saying like if it's already in like a lot of times you're people on the right talking about you know constitutional rights and all this stuff and i'm like I know they're there, we all know there, it don't matter, we ain't following them. So we gotta like, sometimes we gotta pass laws to just to reaffirm something that's already in there to like, right. you know, over top all that case law that's chipped away at, that's chipped away at stuff over the last yeah. 200 years, you know what I'm saying? We've talked about it so like, uh, I'm gonna take mine off too. For me, I think that's the big thing. So I just, I, what, I, what I disliked about it was just, was just that, that I felt like it, I felt like, I, I know this. When it comes to Rand Paul's supporters, I don't know any. I, I don't know any that I would walk away and, and say like they are like racist people or or for like. I don't like, know any either. Or for like or like pro lynching or whatever. So like, I just think I just think that the attack was like was well. It may have spoke to his base and like you know got people you know on his, in his base fired up, but like he, those people. They're already fired up. Oh, I like agree. Him, it's like, it's not getting like people on the other side to vote. People on the other side to vote for you, and here, like, you know, it's like it'd be much like our our like our discussion on abortion today. Right. Like, he he if he would have came out and said, and just said like, hey, I listened to last week to podcast, and I agree there's a difference between abortion and the pregnancy, and I don't believe in like abortion at all costs, and we should be trying to like. At least preserve the life of a viable child we can. If he would come out and said something like that with a noose around his neck, and then went into that afterwards, like right. maybe could have been effective. Right. You know what I mean? But like, I think the thing was there was nothing that I had to tell someone that was in the middle, or if it was anywhere, anywhere in the center or to the right that made them think like, okay, I'm gonna watch the next ad, and then like, I'm gonna, then I'm gonna click on the link and read what he had to say about it. Oh, none of those things do I do I think you're wrong about. I guess what I would say is, and this is something that I think most black people would say too, is I'll tell you what I was glad of is to see someone finally with the authority to say something, get up and fucking say something because most of the time they don't, you know what I'm saying? Like when you get the opportunity to have your platform to say what you need to say and what you've always wanted to say, you just fucking bail out and take the fucking take the the high road and keep your fucking mouth shut you know what i'm saying and so maybe he wasn't trying to reach across the aisle you know what i'm saying maybe he was literally just trying to affirm to to the people who believe in him 
that he is going to fucking stand on what the fuck he said before. You know what I'm saying? And which, you know, I can't say if it's a good strategy or not. You know what I'm saying? Probably a bad strategy for winning. You know what I'm saying? But winning's not always always what people are after either. <laughs> you know what I mean? In the game of politics. Well, in the game of politics, you're usually playing the long game. So, we'll wait and see what this next ad is. Right. And at some point in time, like, if, you, if, you're, not try, if you're not trying to grow your voter base, right. then, 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 what, like, then what are you trying to do? Are you trying to inflame passions and just get people pissed off at each other? Same with the same thing I'm talking about. Like, with I'm done with crit- the words critical race theory. We gotta, yeah. like, if, if somebody agrees with the concept of, of like, digging in the curriculum and Dealing with some issues, which, which I am in agreement of, like we 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 I, I, we, we, we gotta, gotta stop using the, those words. Those words are just we can't. They're, they're tainted. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm just not only I'm about, I'm about moving forward with solutions. You know what I'm saying? Like, I look at I also look at the Democratic Party, and I, and I, I, I look at we talked about this before. I'm kind of going in a different direction here, but I see the Democratic Party trying to act like they're the they're the party of like. Of like African Americans, white people, whatever you gonna call them, right? Whatever, whatever you gonna call you guys. I'm <laughs> sounding terrible when I say it like that, but you know what I mean. Yeah, um, for sure, that's right. Like I look, I look at the, you know our elections here. You know, I feel like several, a couple years ago when he ran against when he was running against Amy McGrath and they were going to McConnell, you're talking about a, I feel like that would have been a much more winnable race. Because even even people in the conservative party, like in the Republican party, are tired of Mitch's stuff. For sure. You know what I mean? And so like. Just but, he, but, he, but, he, but he runs against Amy McGrath, so they've got like, you know, like, why, why didn't, why wasn't the Democratic Party behind Charles Booker then? Whenever he, when he could have got up against McConnell and been able to draw the line in the sand much, they could have ran him against someone who had none of those, none of the things in his in his belt that I just called out. Right? They said like all these bills that he's that Rand Paul's put forward. Mitch ain't never putting them forward. Well, that's because Mitch McConnell hasn't done. Jack but that's shit. what I'm saying. I agree with they, you they, on they that. They could have supported Booker behind him, behind him, and going against him. But he him. had zero momentum then. You know what I'm saying? I, like, I mean, he most. I mean, literally, the only reason that he was even in that race was like the last two months of the race. Before that, nobody even knew who he was. Well, he was like a state rep. I'm just saying. I just there's tons of state reps that no one even knows. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's plenty of state reps no one knows. Yeah, yeah, but well, I mean, in, I mean, I mean in, in Kentucky, as far as like his uh, name recognition, then in his, in his name recognition now is there, but then it wasn't. I don't think. I didn't know who he even know who he well, was until. Well, his name recognition now is because of that, and I didn't even know well, well, I mean, County. Oh, for sure. Well, his, a lot of his name recognition or uh, recognition then came from the hood to the holler thing. I mean, it's easy to. Build something up, but even easier to knock it all down. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the hood of the holler campaign is what what got him even close to Amy McGrath. That he actually went to some of these places where she wasn't going to talk to these people, and like actually have a conversation with them. You know what I'm saying? Like what what we're always talking about people trying to do. Now, how far has he strayed from that? I can't tell you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We'll see. You know, 
Where so here, here's, here's what I'm going to say. Here's my uh, Charles, Charles Booker, Booker, if you're listening to this, I'm going to invite you on here. Right? Sure. I, mean, I don't, I don't, know, know, any, I don't know, know any other place where you can come on and have a conversation with two with like two, two people that are more willing to listen, but also but also going to like challenge them. You know what I mean? Like, 100%. I, I, as a voter, that I know a lot of people that are coming coming to watch this show because of the because of because of me or whatever are going to be coming from are going to be coming from a Republican you know background, conservative background, white background. Like, I'm going to be fair to you, but I you know I want to know. We're not mentioning things about what Rand Paul's done as far as what bills he's proposed and all this. Like, how how is he going to more effectively get those things done? Then Rand has, and what you know, I want to know what he would do differently than what than what Rand is than what Rand has done. But I also want to know, know, I'd like 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 to know where he stands on some issues. I know, like, a Kentucky Kentucky Democrat ain't the same as a California Democrat. So are you going to be willing to vote to not vote the party line? Rand Paul does not vote the party line all the time. You know what I mean? Like, Republicans with big R by the name, they just like Rand Paul as much as Democrats do. Because he doesn't support their big money, big governments, you know, like all... He's trying, trying to build, build a bunch of stealth fighter jets every day. It costs a billion bucks a piece, you know what I mean? Right. Like, so, like, they just like him as much. So, I want to open the open floor. And, uh, I'm, open to, I'm open to have, like, the ring. I mean, I, I know minimals about him. I know enough not to care, you know what I'm saying? But I'm willing to talk to anybody that wants to talk about it. Yeah, if you want to talk about it, let's talk about it. We definitely love that brand. You said, sure. I mean, but like, again, I think it's important for people like like the both of them to come on, you know, come on and uh, talk with people that normally they wouldn't, you know, that we wouldn't talk to. You know, we don't have any kind of history that's going to make them think that we're going to be like attack them. And any one of us feel like we're in a position where we have the right to attack them. And you know, we are like, you know, we're not trying to like. I just want to know the truth. I just want to know. I just want to know if what you're saying. If you're standing on it, because the way I was raised is if you make a statement and, and you stand on your statement, you know what I'm saying? Which will probably get us to our next topic right here, which is, you know. So, like, first, first, first of all, going back up, everybody, it's a tagging Charles Booker in this ad, tagging Rand Paul. Like, come on and talk to some real people. You know what I mean? We want to know if y'all can sit down and have a, you know, Booker's talking about who's the holler. Yeah. Ain't no, no more hood and holler talk than on this, than on this show. We're, we're, we're about as real, about as real and about as, uh, I'm always telling you, I'm like, I'm a, I'm a trailer trashy white, you know, white kid, you know what I mean? And like, come on and talk to us. And like, you know, make, up, make me look stupid. Please. But, but at the end of the day, like, things I ask you, things you ask him, things we talk about, it doesn't matter what the elite are going to ask you and talk about, how prepared they're going to be. What matters is what. Like, like what, what we think. think. Right. We're, 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 we're the everyday dummy. Listen, I hope that's what you think. Because if you think that what uh, Mitch McConnell or Elizabeth Warren or Nancy Pelosi or uh, I don't even know, Jeb Bush, whoever you want to put out there, if you think that is what, what if you if you think that is what's going to get you what you what you're what you're looking for, then I think you're got you've gotten yourself into the wrong business. And I think you probably would have ten years ago. I, I think I think you're a hundred percent right about that. And I think it's a new wave now to where people want to take some power back. 
and right. rightfully so, we should take some power back. And I think that's why I love to see Chalker come on because like I'm looking, I'm waiting for the right for that. You know, politics. I, you know, I'm never gonna believe in a politician. I'm just not a Star Trek dude. I don't really care if you're an NBA. I'm not going to be like Ashley Carter. But I'm waiting for guys want to come on and can take and talk. You know, both languages. And one reason we're doing shows because we feel like there's there's just so much overlap between like. Yo, know, the, the lower socioeconomic, you know, white community and the black community, where we could literally take over, we could take over the world if we would just like realize how how, how like how uh, overlapping our our ideas are. And there's how, way more of us. Yeah, there's way more of us, and we know we know we're harder. Oh, for sure. We nobody coming to our ass. That's why I was just saying earlier. So I mean, I feel like that's a I want. Charles Booker to convince me of that. You know what I mean? Because right. like, like, I'll, I'll get, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be behind him. There, there is a politician for that ran for, uh, for mayor in uh, Louisville's name, Charles Hall. And like, I think he is one of those people. You know what I mean? He's like a conservative guy, but he's a pastor, but he's played like pro ball in Europe and all that stuff. So he's, you know, he's been around the block and walked it and talked it from the West End of Louisville. Um, but again, but again, like, like come, come on, talk, talk to us, guys. We'd love, we love, love to hear what you have to say. To get together, separate. Yeah, either way, I don't, I don't care. Video you know call? Don't matter. So, but yeah, so, but yeah, so, but, yeah, yeah, yeah come back, back to, to uh, we'll segue into the next. So, our next topic we're going to talk about, it's been a few weeks now. We're going back into the school shooting in Uvalde. And that's the first, like, I can't even imagine. I mean, I'm like, I don't know if you snap my finger and go, let's snap my eight year old telling him to quit messing with the cords before he turns the. Show off of here, um, but like I can't imagine losing one of my kids. I can't imagine like you know being in like a real top, real small, tight knit community where, like, where we come from, and like something like that happened. And you know, think about being at East End Elementary or whatever, something like that happened. I mean, talking about bringing the community together, like not because where we come from, it's like black kids and white kids are all in school together. All it is public schools in there, so it's like the whole community be freaking out. You know what I mean? But like it does bring us back to this gun safety. Argument, um, you know, Second, Second Amendment, Amendment discussions, um, you know, but so, but you know, tell, tell me real quick, quick on as far as you go, what was your first reaction when you saw Oh, my first reaction to the Baldy incident is the same. My same reaction always first is just devastating for the families, but you know, I come from a different a different type of culture. Like, there's there's a reason that um there's a reason that that kind of shit doesn't happen certain places i feel like and it ain't necessarily because people got guns it's because the characters are different and people take care of themselves but on the gun control thing the uvalde um incident um i just don't know man it's uh I don't know what you do about it. I don't know. I have no idea. So this is one observation I've seen. I've kind of been digging into the gun, the school, mass shooting stuff. Like, don't you think it's odd that it seems to be that all that, I won't say all, but the majority of these shootings, it's interesting that it occurs in smaller communities. You know, like Sandy Hook, Uvalde, Combine, it's not happening. Like, people think of Louisville as this, like, like, it's just crime-ridden crime area, which it is, right. but, like, we had 23 guns confiscated on Jefferson County Public School property last year, right. and none of them 
resulted in, in somebody shooting up the school. You know what I mean? mean? So, so like, it, it, to me, it, it, it's, it's one of those things that really brings home. Like, this isn't a... When things happen in big cities, we tend to think, well, that's a black issue. Right. You know I mean, like, like that, that ain't what this is. is. No, like that ain't where it's happening. Like combine, you watch those cats, cats are in like black trench coats. I mean, it's like, like skinhead. Oh, this is that. This is not a black issue. Yeah, but like, that's like, <laughs> I think people like to think of gun laws as a black issue. Oh, for sure, they definitely do. You know what I mean? So it kind of comes back to the M&M stuff. It's like we're talking about how. Uh, basically, now that now that stuff's happening, why they would now we talk about it? What's like school shootings? Our perfect representation of that. We talk about the gun violence when it's. When, when it's, it's in a school, school when it's in a school, school you go, go look, look at the politics mostly in where there's a lot of white, white, white kids and stuff. Yeah. You know, so, so like, uh, to me, that's interesting, interesting but you, what do you think? think? What do you think about being like um, small well, communities? Um, I don't know. The, it, it seems to be that the smaller the community, the more isolated I don't even know if it's the trust. I think it's the, I think it's the lack thereof, actually. Um, lacks of opportunity, because most of most of the time you look at these places, they're places where ain't like things are popping there. You know what I'm saying? Like ain't like it's usually people. Oh, so oh, you're, you're saying, saying you're the reason people are committing, the, committing No, I'm, ta I'm talking about yeah, that. I'm talking about the whole the whole structure of it. So you asked about smaller communities. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. So I think they're happening in these smaller communities because of these things, and they're happening because there's lacks of opportunities just in general in the area. So people come from lower socioeconomics you, I, but as far as I know I ain't never seen no rich kids shoot up no school you know of any like very affluent children who have like committed school shootings I, I could be completely wrong about that one thing I'll say about that is like in 2022 I think we still have this idea of like what poverty looks like and we think of like we think of like Depression level, level poverty. Poverty is poverty today. Poverty today doesn't mean you can't get a credit card. What it, what it probably means is that your mom and dad, they got a whole bunch of credit cards. cards. You know what I mean? And they're just so shackled in debt that, like, you're like the middle class. Yeah, this is why someone me, I think, because I'm open to listen to someone like on a democratic side of because they say they're for the middle class. The middle class is becoming the, like, you know, like the. Bottom of the tunnel. Tunnel. For yeah, sure. I, mean, so I agree with that. Wealth, wealth, but I definitely think it's because of, that's why you're seeing the mental health crisis in areas like that. I agree. Like, no, no, no jobs, no economy. I think all of that plays into what we're, what, what the point you were getting at about it being in smaller communities. I think that's what it is. See, I think the difference is in a larger community, say Chicago, where you deal with those same types of issues as you would have in like a Uvalde, Texas, where the socioeconomic level is probably just a little below median, you know, which is usually how it is. I don't know. People think that like um, everybody that lives in the projects has like five thousand dollars, makes five thousand dollars a year or nothing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not saying that there aren't people like that, but I mean, the majority of people, you know, probably. I mean, 20 grand, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, yeah, they're 
poverty poor. You know what I'm saying? But you know, if you have your sis or whatever, you're you're probably pretty pretty eye level with someone who would live in a Uvalde, Texas. If you live in the, now you probably live in a trailer or a small home if you live in Uvalde, Texas versus in Chicago. You don't live in a project building with a thousand people. You know, so that makes a big difference in it. And then I think it also has to do with the sense of belongment. You know what I mean? Uh, every time you see something like this, you always hear about the kids being isolated and uh, pushed out of their society, being outcast, things like that. You know what I'm saying? And in most of the communities where people associate gun violence and things, which is the black community, low-income housing, places like that, that's not a problem. You know what I'm saying? There's no like problems with like involvement and yeah, things yeah. like that. You know what I'm saying? It's a thousand, there's a thousand project kids out here. You have a problem keeping people out of your house, not getting them in your house. You know what I'm saying? You have a problem keeping people out of your yard. A thousand kids from playing in the yard. You don't have a problem with your kid playing by himself. I think the difference between being in like, in like the inner cities. There's, There's still, still a drastic, drastic lack, lack of opportunity. opportunity. But, For sure. But, but in, in the rural areas, areas, we're talking about isolation along with it. We're talking about like an actual, um, like we're talking about an actual void of opportunity. Probably yeah, 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 yeah. There's no, there's middle opportunity, but the opportunity that there is involves gun violence. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. One hundred percent. Drug game, whatever. So that's interesting because it's like we're talking about a. Like because, because of the, the, this, this mental, mental health is resulting, resulting from, from lack of opportunity, opportunity you know, isolation, isolation, broken homes, poverty. poverty. But then, then the, the crop to me, the shootings happening in those areas are because, because there is, is a flip side, side of that. The, the, the most opportune environment for those to occur is in these communities where like the teachers that are still like 35 plus years old. Probably, oh, probably, probably average, average 45, 45 plus in schools. schools. They're, they're, they're living in a world where, like, in Ebola, they've never grown up, or middle school, they've never grown up, they can leave the doors unlocked and stuff. Right. And so, so they're, they're not, like, they're not locking down schools, they're not double-checking, like, the windows being locked, you know what I'm saying? So, like, because they're still living in another world. I do not disagree with that. And the world has, like, evolved, and, like, the world the kids are growing up in, the world that the teachers and administration, like, grew up in, or two, two totally, totally different things. So we're talking about, about a crime, crimes occurring due to lack of opportunity, or the, or the, or the like, like void of it. it. There's none. Right. Are occurring in in, in in these areas because they're the most opportunistic. I, th I think that's a good point, and uh, that was, I, I was about to get there myself. That for for something like that to happen. There has to be a period of isolation and a, a void of involvement because, I mean, for the most part, if you're in a group of, if, like, if you're, like, involved in a group, you know, there's going to be people in that group that are going to tell you that what you're talking about is insanity. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise... You, you, you don't make it to a point where you strap <laughs> two ARs on your back and walk into a school and just shoot at random people. You know what I'm saying? That, that comes, that 100% comes from not knowing what it, what 
love feels like and what what caring means. You know what I'm saying? You have to be numb to all those because the two. See, the thing about it is, the two hardest things about killing a person are going to be getting over pulling the trigger and seeing them fall. You know what I'm saying? All the rest of it's pretty easy. You know, you're talking about pulling the trigger, looking down the scope, and all that kind of thing like that. Oh, that's the easy part. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that's going to become that's going to become robotic and you know, or you're going to just going to black out, close your eyes, not even be looking, all those types of things. Yeah. You know. So that's the part that needs to be focused on to me when you're talking about school shootings and mass shootings and things like that is when you see a child who is exhibiting isolation now i'm not saying that you should never be by yourself or anything like that i think you should spend some time reflecting in thought by yourself every single day but you should always be working we are social creatures we need social we, we gotta have it. We go crazy without it. It's, I'm, 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 I'm no psychologist or psychiatrist, anything like that. But I know for sure they don't, they don't, they didn't create um, solitary confinement because people enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, I mean. So, for me, that, those are the types of things I think about when I think about Uvalde. Now, if we want to get to talking about, like, actual gun violence and the way the laws are being upheld, if there should be more laws and everything like that, I think that's a little a, a different topic. But it's going to be pulled into this, obviously, because it was a shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But um, to me, when, the, when this subject comes up, it's another one of those subjects where people are just screaming from their soapbox on both sides and no one wants to admit any of the real truths in the room. You know what I'm saying? One being guns here. You know what I'm saying? We know that. That's done. You know what I'm saying? I think we could all, I, I know people who are way on the left. You know what I'm saying? Who are like, fuck that. You know, guns are here. I need one. I got one. No, it's actually, it's actually funny. Like, extreme leftist types like, are as pro Second Amendment as like far right people are. Because it's like, how do you lead a revolution without without weapons? Right, right, right. Again, we can talk about where you find common ground. For sure. There actually is a common ground there. So I was thinking, one thing I'm going back to, like, the main thing that I didn't expect to happen is we are like, we just, just admitted it's like, like we're talking, talking about, about crimes of opportunity. opportunity. Oh, sorry, sorry, crimes, crimes due to lack of opportunity, presenting uh, in areas, areas that are presenting the most opportunity. opportunity. All right, so, so like, like most opportunity to actually away with it, you know what I mean? Yeah. In the places yeah. where you have the least um, options of escaping your mental, your mental health issues, and you're not getting an AR-15 into. A Chicago public school, well, well, but most so, likely. So, you know so, what I'm so, saying? So, so, so next, this, this, to, me, to me, it's like, like one, I, one thing I'm trying to get people to realize, this is not just, this is not just a city, inner city problem. No. It is 
even, even more so. so. It's, it's equally, it's, it's equally a, a, like a, a, it's a, a rural, rural problem. problem. So, so like, like that's most thing. of the guns are in the rural. I'm trying to get you to realize, realize is like, like this is so what I'm talking to my people on the right is let's not turn this into like, well, black people are murdering each other. You know what I mean? It's like that ain't what we're talking about. School shootings. That isn't, that isn't what it is. is. That's not even close. It's not what now, if you want to say mass shootings, which is a different term and defined uh, differently, then which is what a lot of people do when they're trying to make that point, they'll point to the the, the stat of mass shootings. So, so, what, what, so, so I think mass shootings is probably what I'm referring to. If we're, if we're looking at individual, like, like one-on-one on one shooting, shooting where you have a target, if, if, like, like, and you were to go in and you extrapolate the numbers, then you probably could. You would be able to extrapolate this. This is like an African American issue. I think that's. I think that was what we're because I think by definition, I think we could look this up. I should have, and I will definitely get that to you on the next one. I'm pretty sure in mass shootings they count like uh, like drive-bys. You know what I'm saying? So like if someone, if you're in a drive-by and you go by and you're Oh yeah, it's, no, it's no, two, they, they do. Yeah, they, they it's do. two of you and three of their guys on the corner, and you just spray the corner. But the FBI also keeps track of school shooting data. Oh no, 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 no. Uh, that, that's why I said mass shooting, school shooting. Yeah, yeah, so we're talking about school shooting. School shooting is is not an African. So that's what we're talking about here. And so what I'm seeing on the right there, they still like. Maybe, maybe even meaning well, well. Maybe, maybe, maybe. And, you know, certain, certain times, like, this is, we, we can't, can't even begin get, get with the first thing we can do is not conflate those two things together because they're, 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 they're not they're not the same. They're not the same. Like, like we, just we just proved that with the fact that some of these are occurring, who are committing them, who's committing the crimes, you know what I mean? And so, like, this is an everyone problem. And for the most part, who's being killed? Yeah. Because other than, like, Buffalo, and, I mean, more. There's been a few like church union things like that, but for the most part, yeah, yeah. I mean, but they would still fall into the. Well, I guess not because those were at school. Oh, those are school shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. So yeah, but you're right. Mostly white. It's like white kids and maybe brown. It's probably white kids and brown kids more than black kids. Oh, for sure, hundred percent. So like. It's important to remember that. Second, second important to remember is we've already established this. Like same thing when it comes to. There's going to be so other issues that we not talked about before. Like, like when we talk about, about critical race theory, theory. We're, not we're not debating whether or not the debate is happening. It's right. happening. Oh, for sure. So, so we're either going to deal with it, or we're, hey, we're, we're going to let people, people that we think have, have bad, bad intentions deal with it. Same thing here. Like, guns are here. Okay. Like, to me, we need to discuss As far as when we get down about talking about guns, we disagree on this topic. But it's like the main thing I come back to is like, I come back to the Constitution. Says, says well regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, state the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And there's, and there's nothing, nothing else. else. So, so it's saying like, like we every single person has a right to keep and bear arms. It can't, can't be infringed upon. There's, there's just, just mean, like, like, so, so, you know, you know, if we're being an originalist here, they are saying we better have nuclear weapons. You know what I mean? It's like at that time, you could have. The exact, exact weaponry that, that you needed, needed to, to fight, fight against England. England. I don't know. They, they could receive the type of weaponry we have right. today. But, but I would argue this. this. I think that, that in a situation where you have a power structure where like, you have authoritarian government, government totally, totally, totally imposing their will on the citizenry, citizenry. that's the only way for citizenry to uh, 
you know, protect itself, itself is, is to, to be able to, you know, nothing gets important like white people is. When we talk about slavery and everything, it was not that long ago where the state literally told you you were three-fourths a person or whatever. You know what I mean? Three-fifths a person. Like, if in that moment, if blacks would have been well-armed, would that have been easier for that to happen or would it have been easier to revolt? It would have been easier. It would have definitely been easier. I mean, it's different when you're brought here without weapons by people with with weapons. I know. That's what I'm saying. So now we live in a country where, as a black man, you can get you can get those weapons. You know what I'm saying? Well, you could before 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 they made all these laws and things to take those rights from you. Bingo. But that's another because I'll tell you that now. I'm totally in favor of. Reforming things to where people aren't, aren't losing their, their right to like, like, like right, right now, if you smoke weed, weed and you go, and you go buy, buy a gun, you can't, you can't get one without that many felonies. Because they will ask you on the background, background check, check, do you use like, like do you use illegal drugs? drugs. Right. If you say you no when you, you smoke weed, you just commit a felony. And so like any given time, the government decides they want to weaponize that and go and start arresting cats, they could. You know what I mean? So like. To arrest your 17, 18, 18, 18, 18 possession, now you're, you're felon, felon, now you, you know, you, you can't, can't, it's like, you can't, 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 you can not me and you grew up in schools where we had, we had, we had police, police in, our, in, our, right. in every school. So, so to us, it's just normal. normal. Well, right. I think, I think, I think most, most rural places, places this, this is just, just a normal thing. thing. Right. Like, like, people don't think, think about, about it. Right. Right. Well, like, well, like in Louisville, we're having all these issues, issues in our schools. And then these terrible instances of, like, you've already had happening, you'll present the opportunity to revisit those laws and make sure we're locking down school safety and all that stuff. And... Here in Louisville, especially, especially, we're not outreaching that stuff like this. But, like, I've had, I've had some rural people say to me, like, well, yo, we, we like what we got, got. we don't just want someone to change things or whatever. And I'm like, like that's, that's a very scary thing because it's those communities that are saying that, that these things this stuff doesn't happen here. When you think, like, we don't got no problems like that here. We don't need a full-time cop on premises because, you know, we got our stuff to block. That's probably what you've already thought. You know what I mean? So, again, earlier, we're not talking about probabilities. We're talking about what? Right. What's right. actually talking about consequences. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. Like, like, so what, so it's like, like you don't, don't for not, not shoring up our schools and keep them safe. It just, it just takes, takes one for something that for something that I agree hundred percent. See, I I just think it comes down to the simple thing of um and with most things, you know what I'm saying, people are always you, you it's better to be prepared than to, you know, be unprepared. Always. Um but as far as the school resource officers go, I have no problem with someone having the job of being at the school and serving as a deterrent and a protector of children and faculty and staff. I think I think every reasonable person should be able to come to that agreement right there. Yeah. There's a. It's okay to have someone there who's responsible, man or woman, whatever they are, to protect 
and to deter any kind of violence or anything that would be coming toward uh, the school. I, 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 I feel like that's pretty agreeable. Well, see, right now, now if, 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 if everybody's got, everybody's got, got to run, run and get, get to work, work or whatever, whatever, you turn, you turn this thing, thing off, it's here and that, that and, and, and this in this type, type in this setting, setting let's, let's extrapolate this out in a second. There's 99 other white dudes and 99 other white dudes. Would you argue that like those 200 people, for the most part, after talking would get to that point? I do. So As long as you had the conversation. So again, but in Kentucky, we're still having this conversation like that's a bad like that's, like that's a, a bad thing. thing. At least 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 we're having this issue. issue. So that's the next point. point. I think I, I know, know why. why. Is it the type of person? I think it's because in Louisville. All right. So, so you know, they've never, never lived. lived a lot of people have never lived in places. places right? Right? So, like, so like we keep passing legislation that comes down the road. It's like we're passing legislation for Louisville. And then the loopholes with the legislation are also for Louisville. So, so, like, oh. basically, it's, like, like, it's, it's doing, doing nothing, right? right? And so, so, like, like we, we just pass this law, basically says, says they can employ an SRO every school they can do it three ways. They can do it through a contract between local law enforcement and school district, through a contract as secondary employment for an officer between the state police and school district, or a school can have, or a complete department can be created by local board of education directly towards them. There's not a rural county in Kentucky that has any interest in creating their own police force. But in Jefferson County, everything's such a Democrat. Republican, our Republican people are giving what they see as the enemy, the ability to create a freaking Gestapo unit. Like, when they second. The things, the things they, they don't, don't want to happen, happen they, they end up, up making happen, happen because, because of the way, way they enact policy. So, so like this, yes, so what they're, they're going to do is they're, they're going to they're they're make sure they're going to have, have a patrolman on, on like each, each campus. campus. Right. Like, like what, what you just said, said and how you, and what you what think what you think is behind schools is the opposite of having somebody patrolling the area. I mean, like we're not talking about police, like like. A police, a police in the in school. school. You know what I mean? Right. There's, a, There's difference a difference in a police in like, like SRO, SRO school, school resource officer. Right. Should be. And 5 0. There's, there's difference. Yeah, there difference should be a difference. You know what I mean? Like, like, and if there, if there ain't, ain't, if we're not, not having a difference, then there's the problem. I'd rather, you know, I'd, I'd rather just run, run the risk of this stuff happening and like community police it. You know what I mean? Just make it where like you shoot the school, you burn. I, I, you might, you might, you might you take, take your own life, life but your family's going to suffer. We're coming, coming for them. We're coming for them to do it. You know what I mean? It's like kind of like, like individual. Uh, See, that's why that shit doesn't happen in the bike community. I know what I'm saying. There is a little bit of that. That's why I stuck like that. Certain things don't happen in Kentucky. You know what I mean? The Hatfields and McCoy stuff. There's something about like civilian justice. Like, if we can't do it the right way, I'd rather, I'd rather just resort back, back a little bit of anarchy. anarchy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I mean let, let people handle, handle people stuff, stuff and go to school, to school in your community, community and stop like right. one of your bus kids all over the place. place. You know what I mean? mean? Um, and so, like, I think that's the, speaking of that uh, SRO officer, though. So, that, like I said, what you said was, was the right thing. It can't be any old cop, it can't just be. Johnny 12, who's been been fucking a cop for 10 years, who just uh, is just getting a paycheck, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it can't be him. But it also can't be somebody like, 
you know, fresh, fresh out, out the academy. A hundred percent. It can't be that. It's got to be a specific type of person, and it's got to be. To me, this has to be a position that is only filled by people who want to do it. It can't be. It can't. It can't be. It, they can't make so much money that anybody would do it, or so little money that no one would do it. It's gonna be a tough thing. It's gonna be a tough thing to figure out because that position needs to be someone who is willing to put their life on the line for some people that they don't know. You know what I'm saying? And they also have to be willing to get to know the people that they're going to be protecting because if they're just there, you're, you're never going to protect anyone that you don't care about. You know what I'm saying? It's just not happening. It ain't human nature. You know what I'm saying? There's very few people, me and myself included, who's just running out here jumping in front of bullets for people that they don't know. You know what I'm saying? That it just ain't happening. Now, kids are a little different. I'll probably jump in front of a bullet for any kid. Yeah, and every day. And that's your job. It's a different mindset. So in Kentucky, we also have, like, I think it's exactly the reason we're having this teacher shortage and how we're having a hard time recruiting whatever. It's because we're letting society, we're letting the administration run these career fields, make these careers about money and, like, benefits and time off. I'm like, I know, I know this ain't, ain't sexy, sexy, and I know this, like, like takes, takes work. work. This, like, like, this, this takes, takes – doing this would take, take coming on a little, little you know, podcast, podcast like, like ours and getting, getting out, like, like one at a time, time changing, changing those minds. minds. But, like, like, these, these should be – these should be, be pa- a career pass of, like, of, like, like, of like, like, calling. Like, like, um, um, it's like, 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 like the, 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 the feeling, the desire to, like, contribute and make an impact and, like – you know what I'm you know saying? What I'm saying? It's, like, it's like we we need, we need to, make to make these careers financially lucrative for people want to do them. them. For sure. But, but like the, the type of people, people that you're, you're, that you're, you're trying, trying to get should be the people, people that, that would do it, it. Even, if even, if was, the, even if it was still a lower paying job, job. But since, since they're, that's their nature, we're going to make sure we don't take advantage of that and start to hire what you probably accepted. And I think there are people out there willing to do that. But we, but we don't, don't present, present it that way. way. We want to complain about like how, how we don't got that SROs are bad and there's going to go beat me up like kids. We come, we come in from those two things and say, okay, look, look, we got a problem. All right. Let's both admit there's problems from both sides. Both parties have points on each side of the Oh, for sure. But let's, 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 let's admit, admit their, their issues, issues and let's, 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 let's figure out. out. You know, let's, let's sit down as a panel of, like, like um, safety like, shouldn't like, really be an argument. Police chief, police officers, whatever I'm saying, like, like from, from a financial standpoint, from a benefit standpoint, like, like what, 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 it, what would it need to have to make, to make it where it's, it's also um, desirable? You know, until we, we have, have a good balance of, like, like I'm doing this for my calling, calling but I can also support a family, family here. You know, right. we don't want it to be that word. Financially, everybody wants to do it, but we're also recruiting, like, the worst worst because there's so much money that it's everybody's going to do it. You know what I mean? We also can't take advantage of the people in the world that will do this stuff free. Right. You know what I mean? And, like, so let's stop talking about the issues. Like, let's just admit the issues. I'll just be honest. I think SROs 
are a lot. I don't even know if they have these anymore. Do they still have like teachers aides? I think, I think they're still aged, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're better. better. In Jefferson yeah. County, we have 18,000 employees and 94,000 students. Okay. Well, like, I don't even know how it works now. But, like, back, I remember being, like, when I was a kid, uh, some of the teachers' aides were, like, just volunteers. Like, they just came and, like, just helped out because they wanted to, you know. And then I think they ended up start paying them, you know. But... Like to me, like those, those, that type of person right there is should be like the SRO, because those people are coming in with a genuine desire to serve a purpose for the kids. You know what I'm saying? And that one sole purpose is to to help them grow and nurture. You know. And, and to, to be this, I think to be to be this this job right here is going to be ninety percent that, maybe ninety five, and like five percent protection. You know what I'm saying? Because it's going to go back to what I've what I've talked to you about when we're talking about just normal policing. There's no such thing as community policing anymore. You know what I'm saying? When was the last time you seen a cop on foot walking around a neighborhood, like? Just, just waving, waving at people, you know, you know hey, what's up, Charlie? Kids out playing ball and shit on the corner, you know, that kind of stuff. That don't happen, you know what I'm saying? But if it did, I promise you that would go a long way in your community. If ever, I, I couldn't tell you, not only that, I couldn't tell you the last time, other than the police officers that I grew up with, I couldn't tell you the last time I knew an officer's name. Well, I'll talk to Whitney about this. You know, she, you know, comes, she comes from a, you know, pretty, upper middle class, you know, white, white collar, you know, town that's mostly, mostly white, you know, white people, but she played basketball, she was always running around with, was always, always like black girls, or Asians, you know, like, things, but like, to them, it's hard to understand, like, when I'm talking about, I'm sympathetic to this idea that cops are, you know, treat black, do treat black differently, I don't think they're individually doing it, but the culture we, oh, we for sure. You're basically militarizing yourself. You don't know what clean it up or whatever. whatever. Um, and so, so like, like, but, but to, your to your point, point I've been a business, business owner, owner, and I was like, like in one of the richest zip codes in the state of Kentucky on a main strip by a highly trafficked area. I never had a police walk in and like shake my hand and say, hey, hey, this myself. You're a new business owner in town. my car. Do you have anything? I haven't seen suspicious activity. Call none of that. Me. Like, like none of that had happening, right? right. So, so, like, like we change what we change the culture. What it means to be a police officer. We don't have any grip anymore. anymore. Yeah, there ain't no service. Yeah, there's, there's, there's no, no service. There's no, 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 no service. Service. Yeah, yeah, but to me, it's, it's why we call them school resource officers versus school police officers. I agree. Because again, like me and a police officer were talking, these 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 SROs are on schools. Like, like I don't. I don't, I don't want, want them to be a disciplinary arm in that school. school. I agree. Like, I, I don't, don't want them. them I don't want them nothing to do with it. I don't want them charging crimes and that kind of thing. I want them protecting students and locking down that building. When you're in that building, you are protected from outside threats. Order. You know, and like if I find that SRO finds drugs or whatever, like I still want them to be able to be a like like. A, a, like, a like a resource, resource and, and a, a um, um and like, and like an advocate, advocate 
for that, that childless child building, and let right. police, police officers charge criminal behavior. Right. You know what no, I mean? Like, like, because yeah. that, because hopefully, hopefully that, that child, child that's going to do a five, five six grade, 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 whatever, he gets suspended. Hopefully, he's, he's coming, coming back. back. Right. right. I need him to not like like have a relationship with that SRO. Right. You know, so yeah, so it's like, I'm, like, I'm not putting SROs, SROs in there to protect, protect students, students, students. I'm protecting those students, students from the outside, outside world while they're in that building. building. And each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but, but what, what I'm saying is, like, yes, yes, you're protecting them from, them from each, each other, other, but you're, but you're not, not like, punishing, punishing them for yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not, I don't, I don't it's want it's their job to punish I agree, 100% with Or like the police. Like you said, resource officer. So when you think of resource officer, I'm talking like a guidance counselor. They can handle themselves. You know what I'm saying? If some shit pops off, I ain't. You know, like that's why. I mean, I I would think that it may be better to take it to. Uh, this may be a Republican thing to say. Actually, you said, you said, you said the most Republican thing ever. Like, I'm just like a private. Sure, whatever that means. I'm just telling you that when when you're talking about protecting kids in a school, there's no need to be in there like trying to take them to jail and shit. You know what I'm saying? It should literally be. Someone who is there to be resourceful, someone I can come to and and trust in that I can tell them that someone is fucking like trying to rape a girl in the fucking back or like, hey, man, I heard fucking Timmy. He was talking about he might fuck shoot school up tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? That person needs to be that person. You know, you know who that person used to be in all fucking schools? The janitor. The janitor knew fucking everything. He knew where everybody hung out at. He knew where everybody smoked. He knew where everybody the fucking was getting booze and who was banging who. Because he's always in the hallways. He's always walking around chilling and shit. Did you Mark Sales from Pineville? Maybe. He used to wear all the chains. Maybe. Like, I heard he had no rings. He Because that's... There's no, there's no way to make it work if you're not part of it. You know what I'm saying? That's the reason why the policing has gone wrong, in my opinion. You're no longer a part of the community. You're against the community is how most people feel. And it ain't just black people. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of white people that are like, oh, I don't fuck with no police. And they ain't doing no crimes or nothing. That's why it's interesting to have this conversation because we come from an area that, like, like, it, it seems, seems like they, like, they, like, like they were, uh, you know, we get along, along with police, but like, but like we, we both, both are you come from communities, you know, maybe, maybe not my, my mom's side, but like, like my father's on my stepfather's side, side, like, they, they, they're, they're not, they ain't like, they ain't snitching nobody. They are not like, cooperate. No. You know I mean, like, they're calling you pigs, calling all stuff, you know what I mean? So, like, it is, it's interesting that we, so you're right about that. Because that's not a, that's not a black and white thing. That's a, uh, a poor socioeconomical thing and uh, not part of the community thing. Like you said, it's it's been taken and turned to something else. You know what I'm saying? Which is why people, I think, on who never experienced anything like that for the most part, but people who people would consider on my side would be left, I guess. I don't really consider myself left or right or central for that fucking matter. But is 
it's gotten so far gone that they are just like, fuck, we just need to scrap it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which is wishful thinking at best. You know what I'm saying? It's almost the same thing as saying we got to get rid of all the guns. Ain't happening. How you going to get them? You know what I'm saying? But redefining it and retuning it, I guess it should be the better word, retuning it should absolutely be it should be there. I mean, I, I don't think I don't think you disagree I, that the, the way the United States of America is being policed needs to be changed. I don't have the answer to exactly how it's going to be done, but it's definitely not being done correctly. I want one hundred. This is probably a serious one. Oh yeah, for sure. So like. Just for the sake of this conversation, so what, 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 what we're, we're, we are basically, basically agreeing on is like, like we, we need school resource officers in schools. In now, that, now that, at the same time, at the same time, you and I, 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 I think, think or, would or both agree on, on, we need to, we can come back to this. I'm like, everything in society right now, it's like, we got to define what we mean. We can't let everybody that gets put into any position of power and be harmful to think they make up what it means to be an SRO or a teacher or whatever. And so, like, to me, like, we need an SRO every school, but we need to first sit down and say, okay, here's what an SRO, what we expect of them, so that the left and the right, neither one can take that, can take that, and become either authoritarian with that position or, like, Making make something, something that's not, not because I think, I think like you know, it's like, like definitely don't need a police. Force. We did, yeah, it's like, again, again, so we come so back, back to the law. It's like every other than a couple of cops, cops in the upper administration told me they were okay with this. I've met zero people that say that they want any school system to have their own police department. It makes no sense. Powers, powers, ability, like levying fees and fees and fines and all stuff. Like like. Teach, teach. Schools, schools are there to teach. teach. For sure. Right, right. Like, like stop talking talk talk about, about, I mean, we, we talk about, about school, school administrators talk about so much more stuff right now. now. Other, it's like, it's like, like years, years of being, 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 being like medical, medical professionals. professionals. You know, like, like stop talking about COVID and masks and get in there and teach people read. You know what I mean? But like, first of all, I think we agree with that. I don't know why we have that in our legislation they can directly hire by the Board of Education. I want, I, want, I, want I want professionals, professionals trained train professionals, professionals, and I want and them I want to handle continuing education and, and all training and all that. All right. but, but there needs, there needs to be some, some, some kind of division inside, inside the police department where, like, like, you are you a con, con, conduit to them, but you are, you are not a police officer. I agree. You should be a civilian. I know you have to be like certification Like a constable. I would like for them to be able to go to like I'll so you already so you have, have that's the simple, simple thing, thing for me. That you, you care, care about, about the well-being of this child's like, like life, 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 time. Right. Not, not today, today or tomorrow, tomorrow but their life. You care about, about that. that. So you already, so you already have, have that. that. All right, like, like if there's one in the school that has, it's like, 
is, is uh, familiar, familiar with, with weapons, weapons and you think, and you think you're responsible, responsible to do it, it? like, like Let's, Let's see if, see we, if can we can make, make that, that about, about it's, 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 it's not one time at all. Every school, every school. But, like, but like, let's say, let's say, you, need, say, let's say you need, need a conditioning. I like that better than just going out and hiring a bunch of new cops. Yeah, yeah. Like, 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 or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, like, like the people from a place background you can't find. find. It's 24 schools you don't place them in. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean and now, they should, they should be going, going and doing, doing the same, same trainings. To get, sure. I agree. Like, like, you know, it, you know, it, it could be true for retired, retired military, military or retired officers. In middle, like, I've talked to people in rural counties. I know in Bell County being an SRO. My dad would do it. Being an SRO in Bell County is one of the is one of the most desired like positions in the police department. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. And we all love Pete Gilbert. You know what I mean? Like I looked at him half cop. You know, it's like I knew he could like blow my brains out if I tried to do, if I tried to do something stupid. But I didn't think of him as that first. You know right. what I mean? He was he was the offensive line coach. He was, you know, our kind of our buddy. You know what I mean? Like right, yeah, that's but what I mean. He always had a gun on his hip, and like so subconsciously I knew like there. I can think he's my friend, but it's just not an equal relationship because oh boy, he's got a gun on his hip. Right now, and I don't. Exactly. I got some fists, True. I got some hands, but dude's gonna, like, he's gonna, uh, he's gonna neutralize the threat much quicker than I'm gonna be able to with my fist. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's one big thing is I, you know, opening up this conversation to that, um, to where like, again, they're going, they're trying to weaponize it, and like I've, I've already seen the, the left come out and be like, we don't want teachers. Out. It's like, we, but, but I'm also seeing Republicans saying we just need to make teachers better conceal carry. And I'm like, I'm not saying that either. Mm-hmm. I don't just think. Teachers should be able to come on. Like, like it's sign something saying, "Hey, I'm still carrying today." Yeah, you know what like I mean, that. like you need to be vetted a little more and go through some centralized training. But I want that training to go through the police department, not through the schools, because the superintendent's never going to know enough about combat and that kind of stuff, and like tactics and the de-escalation, and like you know that kind of stuff. Like you said, like, but yeah, I mean, so we're talking teachers can do it, retired military can do it, retired police yeah. officers can do it. I think it, it should definitely be civilian. You know, any, anyone else that, could, that that wanted to do it that's just like, you know, in a, like just retired or whatever. Yeah. You just got to, but you've got to go through the training. And you got to do the training, I would say, like once a year. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know that's, what I'm saying? Why, that's why I don't want the, the school system having their own department because, like, right, yeah. I don't want them dealing with the bureaucracy that's going to come into play of continuing education and keeping oh. up with that stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, they're not going to be able to handle it. Right. And somebody crazy is going to get in there. So, you know, like that's the. So again, like one thing I wanted to, and we got a whole lot, a whole bunch of other stuff, and I'm probably going to do uh, a solo podcast either later today or, or tomorrow on some of other topics. But but week. it's going to come. I want it to come from this that like when you start watching the TV and you hear the left and right fighting, and you hear the left saying like, we don't want cops in in schools, and they just you know like. And you're hearing the right saying like well, we want to arm teachers and all, like just b- block them out. Let's stop. I, I just think we need to cut off mainstream media. Stop I'll, listening I'll to Fox. Stop listening to CNN. Stop <laughs> listening to, here locally. WDRB Wave Three. Uh, w- they they have no value really anymore. I'll They're just like little snippets of, of information and like it's either hit it's either hit pieces or fluff pieces. You Don't know what I'm saying? Like it. we got we got to dig into the details and places like this is the only place it's gonna happen. You know what I mean? So, like, don't listen to what, if you're all in on, if you're watching the news 
and you're all into what they're saying, you're probably part of the problem. If you're watching the news and you're all against what they're saying, you're probably part of the problem. Because the truth is, nothing they're saying is even relevant. Right. Because they're not even having the right conversation about it. Yeah, for sure. In the right context. So, but it's like, we just came to another come to another agreement, and so and Pink's got to get out of here. Guess what? He's a father and got kids got kids to take care of. True that. So uh, for all the white people out there to think black people don't take care of their kids, my man is always <laughs> happy. My man is always having to. We have the hardest time scheduling stuff because uh, we both care about our children. And so, but again, so talking about breaking down barriers, that is something white people tend to like fall back on thinking there's zero black sure. men in America that care about their children. That's stupid. All right? I don't like, know a single one who doesn't. And so like. Um, but we, Not just, one. we just came to this middle ground. So we came to that. We came to the on abortion. We think there's under no circumstances should we just be like killing a baby for no reason, right? For sure. Um, we just came to this middle ground here on t- two communities that are supposedly not able to agree. We should have resource officers in every single school, and like we are also agreeing that what that means ain't what anybody else is telling you. Yeah. We got to sit down and revisit sure. what what that means, and like. You don't need a PhD or a master's yeah. degree, or you don't need to be like a sergeant in the mil- in like military or in the police department. Weak normal people yeah. can figure this out, and like that's how it. T- I feel like that's how it should. For sure. You know, if you're not be. willing to have the conversation, I'll just say shut your mouth. That's I know. I that's, <laughs> that's that's way I feel about it. But you, you know, know, so it's like, again, I'm going to dive into like the specific Kentucky SRO bill here, um, here sure. soon. Um, you know, I want to dive into some Jefferson County uh, public school data, stuff like that as well. But like, uh, you know, hopefully on this next one, maybe you know, next time we get together, we can talk a little more about about this and like what yeah, resource officers should look like. Um, yeah, for I'm gonna sure. be working on trying to get some police officers to come on and talk to us. You know, maybe it's a retired police officer or even military or a teacher or you know, some, you know something like this that. This was a little funny to me. Just not funny because it's not ha ha funny. It's funny because. I find it hard to see how people get so far apart on something like this. Like, I'm, unless you're not for like protecting your kids, like I don't understand like how everybody got so bent out of shape about it. Like, well, yeah, I do. I'm sorry, yes, I do. Language, people, correct your language. Learn how to communicate and speak a little bit to someone so that when they disagree with you, you could take it on the chin <laughs> because hollering, screaming, yelling back and forth at each other is doing no good for any of us. Well, I think that I think that's one reason me and you communicate. Even though I talk so fast and everything, I do feel like I'm a good communicator. I love to like write. I know you love to write. You write sure. or produce music, all that. When people think certain types of way about you, you know, and like white people from where I'm from look like what I look like, you just assume I'm like white trashy. Like, you don't even have to be from anywhere. If you're black, people are going to feel a certain type of way about you. You know what sure. I mean? So, like, I think we have realized along the way is it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if that's right or wrong. It right. is what it is. For sure. So, it's on me and on you, like, when we get into a situation to, like, change hearts, and, change hearts and minds. You know what I mean? And, like, sure. help, help, like, maybe the next time that person won't get treated that way because right. I had the emotional stability to handle it. And the next guy might not. And he right. might step. He might step our people back ten steps because he does pull a gun out, or he, you know, he starts getting mouthy and starts. You know, the thing sure. is like rednecks always trying to fight, always right. trying to fight you in the bars. Like everybody's all time, all time trying to mess sure. you in the bar because they know you're gonna fly off the handle, right. right? And like, so me and you have just we. I think we both just accepted that 
Like, I've never heard you blame something on anybody else. Even right. though things could be blamed on other people at, some, at, at times. Like, times you've been in trouble or whatever, I've never heard you make an excuse. You know what I mean? Like, I try to be like that. You know, even though there were valid excuses, there yeah. are things that's happened in our lives where, like, if we would have just if we would have just given up and wanted to like complain about it, nobody would have said shit. No one would have said nothing about nobody it. Have said shit. It would have been valid, but guess what? We'd still been in, we'd been we'd been in the mud. Not that we ain't in the mud right now, right, but like sure. we still have hope we'll get, that we're going to get out of it. Right. You know I, mean, I mean, I think to me that's the difference. The difference in where we're going forward right now. Either we're going forward, or we're going backwards. Do you got some hope that shit can be fixed and worked out and? We could talk it out and get some shit done, or are you just like fuck it all? Uh, it doesn't matter, or are you the person who's like just blow it all up, all that you know? Like those are those are give up strategies. Yeah. Those are those are strategies to end the fight. Now don't get me wrong, I'm all about ending the fight. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't all about ending the fight if it if it just means throwing in the towel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I ain't for throwing in the towel. You know what I'm saying? You land a knockout blow, that's something different. Cause some, there's someone else that ain't throwing in the towel. And the like, other person. To me, I trust I trust me and you to like do the right thing, sometimes even at the expense of our own success, possibly. For sure. More so than I do anyone else that's like to not take, well, I'm going to grab my success over saying the right thing. You know what I'm saying? So, for sure. Again, if y'all get anything out of this out of this conversation, and I hope we have all of our conversations. We hope you have a lot. Like we're trying to show you that our communities are not that different, and this is what the community. This is what can, the state of Kentucky looks like. Right. You know, the state of Kentucky that. ain't Rand Paul. It ain't Mitch McConnell. Yeah, it ain't or, Daniel Cameron. Right. Yeah. It is. It is John Ross Marscox and it is John Pinky Rogers. This is what sure. Kentucky looks like. Exactly. Good or bad. You know what I mean? All the people that are that are wealthy in the state. Like I'm sorry, bro. You go to California. If you're white, they think you're me. If you're black, they think they're you. For you know sure. what I mean? So, like, I'm trying to show everyone that, like, man, if we would just talk about this stuff and come together, oh boy, we could be, I mean, we could be dangerous, man. We could really Absolutely. make some people uncomfortable and all that. So, uh, yes, yeah, so we got to get off here because Pink's got to go, go take care of his, of his children. Yep, um, yep. If y'all don't mind, listen, like, like, subscribe. Yeah, check we're, us out. Follow us. Check way us too out much on, everything. You, you, way too much JRMC, way too much Pink. Wait, it's way too much podcast on YouTube. Is it like, subscribe? But more than anything, man, let's comment on this stuff. We want to know what y'all think sure. about it. Like, say mean things to me. I want you to do that. You know what I mean? Like, I will respond. I, I will. I constructive criticism to me is like the best. Is like the biggest gift somebody can give you. Well, we you know ain't gonna I mean? get no better unless y'all critique us. Um, critique, a uh, critique doesn't have to be an insult all you have to do is just say what's true Encour- if it's if, if it sounded if it sounds trash then call it what it is encouragement to me like encourage <laughs> encouragement ain't just positive you're encouraging that. someone by engaging with them you know what i mean That's true. if you're a football this is why like as a football coach like i i tell i will tell kids when they're doing something wrong because if i wouldn't be encouraging you if i if i didn't tell you that because you couldn't get better. You wouldn't be doing. You wouldn't be doing anything right if you never knew you did. Exactly. You can't know what you don't know. And right. for the most of us, like a lot of us, you know, didn't have people in our like. You know, I didn't have a father around until I was 10, 11 years old. 
telling, like you're showing me the, well, the, the path. Yeah, you know I mean, so like if we want the normal person to like rise up in a country where it's like, what is it, sixty percent of marriages end in divorce, or whatever? Something like like so, the vast majority of boys are coming from like broken homes where the dad isn't, you know, isn't it's black, white, Mexican, all that. Like they're not being shown the path, so we have to collectively do that for one another and have each other sure. back. You know what I'm saying? That's so topic, but for don't, sure. don't do that. You'll do that for fatherhood. us. Comment, share it. You know, it's like I'm not it. saying that we are the end all be all, and we're gonna have millions subscribers and all that stuff. Just wanna start the combo. But somebody. The conversations we're having, like with what we look like, there's Google it. Go look for black dudes and white dudes talking on the internet, and you will find you're, you're, we're the only people doing it. We just want the best people, the most prepared people, the most like uh, engaged and caring people that care about what happens in this country. To like, we want the cream to rise, and like, neither one of us is going to tell you that we are for sure that cream, but we think we no, are. Not. We're willing to to do it if it if that's what you know for sure. is called is, it was asked of us. So thanks a lot for watching. Um, we are, we promise the next one will be here quicker, and we're gonna start getting some individual episodes out. We we love you guys again. I'm I'm way too much JRMC. Find me on Twitter, paint. YouTube, all that stuff. This is way too much paint. This is my this is my boy right here. I love Always. him. Um, Always yeah, love thanks for watching, and y'all have a good rest of your day. All right, peace out.